Hello, you're listening to the Taku Spirit Anime Cast. My name is Andrew, and I'm joining here with Chris. Yo. Today's episode is a review on Please Teacher, Onegai Teacher. And we're from the otakuspirit.com website. You can go for anime, new and old, great community in the form links at the top, social media links on the right side, and all that good stuff. And yes, it's time to jump back into the nostalgia train. Choo-choo. Next stop, Onegai Teacher, way back in 2002. Uh, this one was, a, again, a review copy that was sent to us by... Nozomi and Lucky Penny. We thank them for sending us a copy so that we can check it out, let you guys know how it turned out, and uh, you guys can decide from your perspective if you wanted to jump in on this Blu-ray. Because this is, I think, the first time it's ever been on Blu-ray for us. I've never seen it before. It was always on DVD. They've re- they released it on DVD before, um, but they finally brought us a Blu-ray copy, and that, I'm very thankful over that because that's kind of, again, very nostalgia for me. This is a show that I watched a long time ago, and I absolutely loved it. So I was really excited to jump back into it. So when I seen the Blu-ray, I was like, cool, I can jump back into this. I can't wait to watch it. I tweeted out. <laughs> uh, but it was a 12-episode series. Again, ran way back in winter of 2002. Uh, the Blu-ray copy does come with the 13-episode uh, uh, OVA as well as the additional shorts that they had with it as well. So it's everything is kind of a, a complete package. Uh, this one was done by Studio Dome. The source is original. And the genres are sci-fi, comedy, drama, romance, and school. The director was Yasunori Ide, who did directorial work for Burn Up and Hanayakyo Maids. And uh, the series composition was done by Yosuke Kurodo, who has done a crap ton of stuff. Probably most people will know uh, him by My Hero Academia here recently. Did some stuff for Gun Build, uh, Gundam Build Fighters, Gungrave, Honey and Clover, uh, High School of the Dead. Uh, Phantom, we're with Phantom, Sword Online, Gun Gale Online here recently, and Trigun. So he's done a lot of great stuff. Uh, but yeah, jumping into this show, again, this was a show that I, I kind of knew everything about it. I remember that I really enjoyed it back in the day. So it was kind of one of those ones where I don't really remember all the details that were in the middle of these series. Uh, but this was, uh, basically follows a boy named Kei Kusanagi. And he is a student who is runs into this kind of out of nowhere appearing uh, alien out near the lakeside, and she turns out to be uh, Mizuho Kazami, and doesn't think that much much of it, goes back home, next day goes to school, and ends up that particular alien (laughs) becomes his teacher, Uh, hence the name. So they end up kind of running into each other, or she kind of uh, corners him to kind of explain herself, kind of find out she's from the Galaxy Federation who uh, she is an assigned officer to come down and actually observe uh, the living beings of Earth. And um, come to find out, she's also uh, a child of a family, or a parents who, one was a Earthling before as well, so that's one of those interesting elements they throw in there as well. But over time, the two of them kind of, they are kind of forced to have to become husband and wife because they end up getting caught together and the way that they could explain that, uh, without revealing her secret, was to kind of get married together. And this only works out because we kind of find out that Kei Kusanagi is actually of legal age because he has this kind of disease. None of the doctors really know what it what is actually causing it, um, but he calls it basically stopping, where... If he gets under a lot of stress, he will suddenly just, his entire body will stop. Um, He doesn't breathe or anything like that. His body is still, it doesn't die, but he's almost in a coma, but it's not really a coma. And 
what basically sets him off a little bit is the fact that, well, he, you know, had this stopping happen and it lasted for two years. So technically he's not as young as he actually is. He's actually older because he's been around it, his age. Why he's been, he's been on earth long enough to be an adult, but he got stopped at some point. So he still looks like a kid and he still goes to uh, high school and he's not actually graduate or whatever. So that's, that's the, that's, this makes it legal kind of excuse that they throw in there. So yeah, they get married, but they still keep it a secret from everybody else. Only the principal and his parents really know. And uh, so he's kind of keeping this relationship a secret, keeping the fact that she's an alien a secret as she observes the earthlings and they kind of develop their relationship. And that's, that's kind of the premise of the show itself. So you're kind of following them as they, they kind of avoid being caught her uh, siblings show up, so you have some other aliens show up, and the shenanigans that causes, and just the kind of the, the relationship that Kay has with his other friends, and the relationships that they have with each other, and the issue that he has with this this stopping syndrome. So, yeah, this again, I'm really excited to get back into the show. Uh, I really loved it again back in the day. Uh, it was kind of one of those out of nowhere's kind of. I thought it was going to be a harem show. It doesn't turn out to be a harem show. It's just really kind of again. It's more of a love triangle, if anything. You'll have a love triangle there at some point as you kind of quickly realize that uh, one of his friends, uh, uh, Kyoshi, really, really likes him. And um, the fact that he doesn't really like her and that he's falling in love with, with this alien that they can't reveal that it is. I, I, I think even with those nostalgia glasses, I, I still do acknowledge the issues that I have that there is with uh, Police Teacher. It is very much so kind of a, a leftover of the 90s type anime where you do have like this really simple comedic romance happening in the series and then you kind of wrap things up at the end and it's kind of a, a complete package. I, but the the issue that I think I would have with this show if I really did want to take off the rose-tinted glasses and really kind of be critical with the series is that it kind of gets stuck too much in the uh, kind of unfounded jealousy that the characters will have. Like if, if Kay is with somebody suddenly sensei will be really up i i'm gonna call her sensei going forward the the alien girl they they always just call her sensei even him even when they're way later in the series he still calls her sensei which doesn't make any sense to me but i guess it's kind of feeling that that uh that what would you call it the the fetish of of a teacher being in a relationship with you but he would be caught with somebody and suddenly Sensei would be really upset and he would have to kind of calm her down and they would have a little hug and then it kind of moves on. And it kind of just does that a little bit too many times. And I think my other really issue I have is that Kay is kind of a, he's kind of a wimp and he is, he is very much a child. And that kind of is one of those elements of you're okay. You're kind of painting this picture that he is actually, he's supposed to be technically an adult but he's not acting like an adult because he was suspended in time for so long. And he's just a wine bag. Like the entire time he's like a, almost like you want to punch him kind of wine bag. And when you have that relationship with him with a much more mature sensei, it's it's one of those things where it kind of makes it a little bit unbearable and kind of un, un, unbelievable at many points. But it does kind of progress that over time and it does kind of clear things up over time. And I do appreciate that. But I do agree that starting out, I was like, wow, I forgot how unbearable this kid is <laughs> and how much it's like, why does this chick like him so much? So there is that kind of element. You kind of have to suspend your disbelief with it and kind of move on with it. 
Uh, it does have some fun comedy in there. Again, it's kind of heavily relying on the whole uh, misunderstandings type of comedy. Uh, I do want to say that the 13th episode, which is the OVA, was probably the funniest episode out of all of them. Um, it was an absolute treat little episode that kind of put at the very end of it. It is separate from the rest of the story because the 12 episodes is a complete story. But the 13th episode is kind of a fun little, okay, let's bring the cast back together and have misunderstandings go completely off the bonkers. Okay, this can't be on television kind of stuff. So uh, that was a, a huge treat to add in the end of it. So yeah, I, it, is, it, was a, it was a treat to go back to. I really still love it. Um, I do, again, acknowledge how unbearable K can be. And it, I guess the the treat that it has in the, in, in the series, besides kind of the elements of just K being with Mizuho, is the whole aspect, of the, the, the whole stopping thing. Because the theme throughout the entire series is this element of moving forward. Um, and that's the, the concept of trying not to be stopped, is to move forward. He can't stop and get stuck in something, otherwise he'll fall into this kind of deep sleep. And that, that has been the, it is kind of the theme throughout the entire thing and how everybody kind of responds to what he's going through and how he can kind of move forward or other characters dealing with uh, certain situations as well. Even how they kind of contrast that with certain characters that are finding relationships with each other. And they're, they're kind of mixed in there. And I, I, I did really kind of, it surprised me because like I said, I did remember the major beats of the story. I did remember him having this whole stopping thing. I did remember that the sensei was an alien and all the kind of stuff. But I forgot, like, the relationships that each character has and the stuff that – the real kind of stories they uh, they deal with each other. Um, I guess my, my major warning that I would kind of give this series because – just to kind of put it out there is, yes, the 13th episode is very edgy. But my major my major warning would probably be that it, you don't go into this show unless you're okay with that element of that just legal thing because it does play off that quite a bit. I mean – at the very beginning, when the, the principal finds out about uh, Sensei and Kei's relationship, he's like, well, no, I'm actually of age because I was stopped for so long. And then the parents are like, yes, he's actually legally of age. They can actually get married. And then it turns around, and the, and the principal's like, I'm okay with it because technically I found my wife from this school. And it's like, oh, my gosh, why? Okay, we'll do that. And then it kind of hints at something like that again later on the series with another character, uh, another two characters having a relationship that are very, uh, one being a student, one being a teacher. And so it's kind of one of those ones like you, it does play with that a little bit. And I know that some people are bothered by that. So keep that in mind. But I, I think it's all done in, in – it's all done kind of in that, again, that, that it is technically safe area. So take that for what it is. But outside of that, putting that aside, I, again, really enjoy the series. Take that for what it is because, again, I have major rose-tinted glasses for this series. Um, it was one of those very uh, coming-back-into-anime type of shows that I watched, and I really enjoyed it. Uh, very colorful, very fun cast they had in it. Uh, great music. The OP, when I when I first turned it on and I heard that OP, I'm like, oh my gosh, I missed this song. I thought it was an air TV song, but it was from this show, okay? Um, fantastic OP. Enjoy the ED. Um, they even had an insert song in the later parts of it that was fantastic as well. It was done by the same um, artist for the OP. Um, so great music as well. So yeah, fun little, fun little rom-com series with a little alien twist in it. Uh, surprisingly enough, they don't play too heavily off of the alien aspect of it. Uh, it almost feels like a, 
a reason to be kind of thing that was thrown in the first episode. They do hit on it again with with the when the the, the siblings show up, um, but don't don't think that it's too heavy on the the sci-fi elements. It's just really kind of uh, a, a cute little rom-com and. I think the the really the huge kick that comes in it is the later episodes when it really does kind of dive into why Kay has what he has, um, diving into some surrounding characters and the things they're dealing with. It really does hit some strong points that I totally forgot were there. Uh, some very heavy points that were a huge surprise to me. So, yeah, that's um, that's Please Teacher. I do want to mention the dub uh, for those that are big dub fans. I, I'm i very mixed on it. I, I kind of bounce back and forth between the dub and the sub here and there. Um, and I think it's very hit and miss. I, I didn't like, for particular reasons, I, I didn't really care too much for Kay. I didn't care too much for, for Sensei's uh, performances. But there were some other char- side characters like uh, Koishi. She was, her voice actress did an excellent job. So it is a very hit and miss uh, dub for me. But again, I'm not a huge dub person. So take that for what it is. But I, I do, I do, I do think that some characters did, or some uh, actors did some great job with it. But some other characters um, weren't so well voiced. But again, this is one of those ones for me. It was a lot of my nostalgia was in the Japanese for it, so it was a thing that I was initially drawn to. And there's a lot of the the translations that they did that I didn't really think fit. Like they say, have K say ma'am instead of sensei, and it's like. Uh, yeah, I guess if you've never heard this, the original Japanese, you're not going to really care too much. But for me, it's like, why are you calling her ma'am? That that doesn't really work. But I guess at the same time, him calling her sensei all the time when they were technically married and alone doesn't make any sense either. So I guess there was, I, I would guess that the, the, the dub script writer were probably like, that doesn't make any sense anyway. So let's just do what the hell we want kind of thing. But just give me my two cents on that one. Yeah, we hope you guys enjoyed this review of Please Teacher or Nega Teacher. Again, we thank Nozomi Entertainment and Lucky Penny for sending us a copy of this to review. Check it out, let you guys know. Again, it is available on DVD, but the Blu-ray did do a fantastic job. It does look very clean, so definitely check it out if you are looking to pick it up, because it is a complete package. So, again, we thank you all for listening, and y'all take care. Os. Say, say.